You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Thank you for staying with us on Real Presence Live here on Thursday, October 12th. We are blessed to be in Bismarck, North Dakota today at St. Anne's Catholic Parish with Father Craig Hochalter, our pastor, and I'm Karen Solensky, and we are on the downhill slide, Father. We are. Uh, you know, it goes by, when we get talking points, Karen, I don't know if you have this kind of uh, sentiment, but you look at his show, it's, it's a lot of, it can be a lot of content. You have four guests, typically three to four guests, mm-hmm. in a two-hour show, and you're thinking, holy cow, two hours of talking. But when you bring in breaks, yep. and when you bring in, you know, th- some of them are so full. I mean, Nadia Smentana had so much there. And could talk for and so much longer. It, absolutely. Yes. And, and with all guests. But w- mm-hmm. when you think of something like that, that topic, mm-hmm. you, you don't want to move by that quickly or flippantly. You, yeah. know, you really want to reverence something like that and i think we do that at at real presence radio maybe on like other radio shows we we as much as we have the structure of breaks and we have to get to those and there's that real um kind of structure and skeleton to the show it does go by fast it does well we have our next guest on the line father lawrence carney and um i think this interview will be good as well father carney good morning well good morning y'all Thank you for uh, your time this morning. I know you're a busy priest. You're the priest of the Diocese of Rapid City. Is that correct? No, I'm a priest of Wichita, Kansas. Wichita, Kansas? Yes. Well, welcome to the show. We are thankful to have you. No problem. We, um, we, we know that there's an event happening uh, in Rapid City, South Dakota. It's the Holy Face Tour, and you're a part of that tour somehow. Is that correct, Father Carney? Yeah, I just go around and preach about the Archcomplitary of the Holy State, where people ask me, and where priests ask me to come to their parishes. So that's what I'm doing. And you'll be in Rapid City when, Father Carney? I'm going to be in Rapid City on Sunday, the 15th, so this Sunday and Monday. Sunday and Monday, October. Oh, go ahead. October the 15th. And I'll be giving a talk at Immaculate Conception um, at 545 on Sunday. And then the next day, on Monday at 6 p.m., the doors will open, and I'll give a talk on the Holy Face at 630. And I'll do a book signing at both places. I'll do a book signing on a book called... The Secret of the Holy Faith, the Devotion Destined to Save Society. Uh, Father Carney, your your event on Sunday, October, uh, that would be 15th, is at Immaculate Conception, and that's in Rapid City? Yes, in Rapid City. That's the cathedral. Yeah. Correct. And then is that the same church on Monday, October 16th? No, it's a Blessed Sacrament. Blessed Sacrament. Good. That was not said the first time. We want to get that mm-hmm. to our parishioners uh, and to the people all over, but certainly in Rapid City. Blessed Sacrament event. Uh, you'll have a talk and then also a book signing uh, Monday, October 16th. Father Carney, when were you ordained and how long have you been a priest? 
Yes, I was ordained in 2007 on May the 26th at a cathedral in Wichita, and that's the Feast of St. Philip Neri. I've been a priest for a little over 16 years now. And Father Carney, are you a pastor? What is your role in the Diocese of Wichita? Yes, in Wichita, I am a chaplain of the Benedictines of Mary, being the apostles, when they make retreats there. And then I go around the city, praying a rosary, and trying to bring people back to the Church, or to introduce them to the Catholic Church. And my bishop has assigned me to do that on a full-time basis when I'm not going around giving missions on the Holy Day. That's beautiful. So you work with the Benedictines of Mary, uh, and you're the chaplain on their retreats. Is that correct? Yes, I've been their chaplain for 10 years, and I lived in Gower and uh, St. Joseph, Missouri area mm-hmm. as their chaplain. Then I moved back to Wichita because the nuns want to start a monastery there. So they're still just making a presence, um, and we're just waiting on Providence when the time will come that they can start their second daughter house, because they have one in the Diocese of Springfield, Missouri, Nava, Missouri area. And, of course, their abbey is in Gower, where there's been a lot of news there lately. Yeah, with Mother uh, and Sister Wilhelmina, is that correct? Is that what you're referring to? That's it. Yes, Sister Wilhelmina. That's right. It's a beautiful, beautiful um, motive of, of credibility, of of a sign of God's grace. Uh, Father Carney, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I want to stay on topic regarding the Holy Face Tour, but we might need to have you <laughs> back. Uh, the Benedictines of Mary are a wonderful Benedictine community uh, with their abbey, as Father Carney said, in uh, Gower, Missouri. A lot of priests know them because of the House of Ephesus and their vestment uh, craftsmanship. Is that correct, Father Carney? Oh, yeah. That's how, I, that's how I know them. <laughs> yeah, they make lots of vestments, and usually it takes almost two years to get an order fulfilled. So they've got a steady stream of making priest vestments, and they're very beautiful. Yeah, they are beautiful. Father Carney, um, I'm glad you were able to offer us the context of kind of your priesthood and how you moved into giving the Holy Face tour. Um, May 13th, in, in, in the world of devotion to the Holy Face, is an important date, and why is that? Yes, because uh, the Vela of Veronica, of course, Veronica had it, and she traveled to Rome and gave it to Pope Clement I. And then all the popes have it from then till now. But in the 7th century, Pope Boniface IV, he consecrated the Pantheon into a Catholic Church on May the 13th. And he deposited many of the martyr relics from the catacombs and the Vela Veronica. And for at least a century or two, on May the 13th, he would take the veil out in procession uh. to pray to pray to thwart um, famines and pestilence, but mostly against revolutionary men that were, you know, bent to destroy Rome. And what's important about that day is, why did Our Lady appear on May the 13th? You know, 
to, our late, to the children of Fatima in 1917, I assume she has many reasons, but one of them, I think, I'm guessing, is to stress how important this devotion is to the Vela Veronica, the holy face of Jesus, to basically to allow God to fight this war for us against the revolution that's underway right now. Father Carney, a part of this, um, that context is important. I, most, I, probably most, if not all, of our listeners would not know that history no. mm-hmm. of the of the veil, the holy, uh, and its re- and its relationship with the holy face, and the pious devotion to the holy face. Um, part of this, right, is um, a, a nun, uh, a French Sister Marie de Saint Pierre. Can you talk to us about Sister Marie and her role in the devotion? Sure. So she grew up in France, and she wanted to become a nun, and the karma wasn't open by her house. So she went to a chapel near her house, dedicated to St. Martin, and begged St. Martin to help her to find a place to become a carmel even if it's at his OEC in Tours, where St. Martin was the bishop. So it was granted to her, and she left the world on November 11th, which is the feast day of St. Martin in Tours. And she became a humble nun there and found that this was her home for the rest of her life. And Jesus began to reveal to her this old devotion, but a new stress of how this devotion would be important in the future, to fight against the revolution. Uh, And Jesus said, basically, a main point that I like to take is, my father is greatly offended by the human race for two sins, blasphemy and profanation of Sundays and holy days of obligation. And he continues, my father is not going to punish the human race so much with the elements, but with the scourge of revolutionary men. So, pause for a minute. That gives me a lot of hope, and a lot of priests that I talk to about this, it gives them a lot of hope, because God's in charge of permitting the revolutions going on around us, and this is his punishment for blasphemy and not worshiping him on Sundays. So if God's in charge, he's the one that can help us to get out of this. And this whole devotion is a blueprint of how we can fight against communism, Freemasonry, and, and the whole revolution that's going on right now. Father Kearney, you have you always, since you were ordained, have you always been in involved in the uh, kind of ex- exceptional or extraordinary devotions that perhaps are not always known, but you've given your life to uh, in some ways as a priest? Um, has that always been in your heart as a desire? Has it always been a part of your uh, priesthood? No. No, I found out this devotion at the convent. I was writing a newsletter, and I asked Sister Scholastica, what should I write about? And she said, oh, Father, the Holy Faith. So she was praying for me, and people began to send books about this devotion without me asking them, and without them knowing that I was involved in this Holy Faith devotion. And it just was providential, all these things that happened. So I started preaching about it at the convent. And then people that were coming to the convent wanted me to preach about it and talk about it on podcasting. And and it's just been providential. Uh, Tam Publishers asked me to write a book on it. So 
it just came to my doorstep, so to speak, and I'm just on fire with promoting it, because this devotion has been the only devotion I know of that's been promulgated by diocesan priests. It's a it's it's beautiful, Father Carney. We're thankful for your time. We're we're going to head to a soft break, just a couple of minutes, but then we're going to return uh, to this conversation of devotion to the Holy Face, and and words like arch arch confraternity, uh, how Saint Teresa of the Sioux is involved in the devotion, and uh, back more to your ministry with bringing souls to God and back to the church. Uh, through your crucifix and praying of the rosary. Uh, Father Carney will be back with you and to all listeners of World Presence Radio after this break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. Many times every day in our office, I see children whose eyes don't work the way we take for granted. If the eyes aren't working together as a team, aren't jumping back and forth appropriately, or aren't focusing correctly, children will fall behind in academic and athletic performance. Lumen Vision specializes in treating these eye movement issues through a process called vision therapy. You can learn more about vision therapy on our website, www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. Have you forgiven those who have hurt you, especially those who abandoned or left you after taking their own life? I'm Father Chris Alar. Jesus says that you can only be forgiven by God if you forgive others. It is one of the most important things you can ever do, for if you don't, you are jeopardizing your own salvation. When you refuse to forgive someone, you are not hurting them, you are only hurting yourself. Forgiveness is a critical part of the healing process, which includes forgiving yourself. Also, forgiveness may not be nearly as difficult as you think. So join us and learn how to forgive, and God can fully forgive you through His love and mercy. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Did you know you can listen to Real Presence Live anytime on any podcast platform? Just search for Real Presence Radio on platforms such as Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and on the Real Presence Radio website. Then subscribe so you don't miss any future shows. If you like what you hear, give us a good rating so other people can find us as well. Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Thank you for staying with us on Real Presence Live. Uh, We are here at St. Anne's Catholic Parish in Bismarck, North Dakota. Father Craig Holkalter, pastor here, as well as Karen Solensky, listener relationship coordinator for Western North Dakota. And we've been visiting with Father Lawrence Carney. Um, He will be part of the Holy Face Tour in Rapid City, South Dakota this weekend. And just wanted to um, clarify that he will be at the Immaculate Conception Church um, on Sunday, October 15th at 5.30. And then on Monday, October 16th, he'll be at the Blessed Sacrament Church um, at 6 p.m. 
both of those parishes are in Rapid City. So just wanted to clarify that to make sure we have the times and places correct. It's I like when we have clarifications, Karen, <laughs> because it keeps me on my toes. But then I I always say in my ego, we said that. <laughs> but I know somewhere along the line we didn't say that. Yeah, well. But I always want to look at you and say, no, we said all that. Yes. Father Carney, thank you for your time this morning. Uh, priest of the Diocese of Wichita. He has written a book on the devotion of the Holy Face. Uh, he knows the history in a substantial way. And to bring us up to that history, uh, there's a number of, I guess you could share with us, how many saints, uh, those that are involved in the role, uh, the process of canonization, either as a beatified uh, saint in the church, beatified, uh, or their cause is open um, in terms of their servant to God or venerable. And one of those is is a French priest. Is that correct, Leo Dupont, Father Carney? Yeah, uh, venerable Leo Dupont is a layman, and he was nicknamed the Holy Man of Tours. So he grew up in Martinique in the French Caribbean. He went to Paris to become a lawyer, and he came back home, married his sweetheart um, from high school, and she was very sickly, and on her deathbed in her 20s, she asked if her daughter could be taught in tours by the Ursulines like she was. So she passes away, and he moves to tours, and... That's where he met Sister Mary St. Pierre. And he had listened to the revelations about the Holy Faith, and he became one of the greatest advocates of promoting this devotion. And he received a relic of the Holy Faith of Jesus, the Vela Veronica. It came from Rome. It was touched to the Vela Veronica, the spear, and the cross. It's housed in St. Peter's. And he put the image in his drawing room, and he had a oil lamp burning day and night, and people would come to him to ask for healing. And he cured over 6,000 people with certified miracles. Wow. Wow. So the, under oath, the physicians were saying these cures were not explainable by physical law. And so he dies in the order of sanctity in 1876, and what happens is the Archbishop changes his drawing room into a, a public oratory, and he assigns the cathedral ch- canons to become priests of the Holy Faith to take upon all the pilgrims and all the mail, because there were so many miracles. And so, you know, I used to be in vestments before I came to seminary, and I had to look at ratios for, you know, flying, you know, growing companies that look really good. And this devotion has the trappings of so showing us there's so much potential in it. So why would God have a layman permit, you know, mm-hmm. perform so many miracles? And it's because Jesus told Sister Mary St. Peter that this devotion would be promulgated for a while, but then it would go away, and it would come back with a second wave of promoters. Father Carney... Would you say that, can you give us the times of, of Leo Dupont's life? When did he live? Yeah, he lived in the early 1800s and passed away in 1876. So the 19th century. Mm-hmm. And there is a miracle in Rome in 1849 that is a significant part of this devotion's promulgation. Yeah, this is a big secret. 
So that Venerable pot was, it came from this miracle. So what happened is the Cardinal Secretary was killed in cold blood by the Freemasons in 1849, and Pope Blessed Pius IX decided to exile himself to a city called Gaeta, and he commanded all the churches in Rome to make reparation, because this was an attack on the church. So the canons that St. Peter's took the veil of Veronica out and displayed the veil for three three days, and the last day, for three hours, it was a miracle. So the veil, the Cardinal told me, you can't really see it anymore. I hope to see it this May. But you can't see the lines of the face anymore. So when they displayed the veil, they put a, a very thin piece of silk or linen over it to protect it from the elements. And the miracle was that on this blank cloth, the liniments of the face appeared miraculously. And there was a, a light that began to appear from, from behind it, and there was no candle or anything. The canons couldn't believe what they were seeing. They were moving in different places to see the miracle, and they called the notary the Vatican over, and he saw it and certified it, and they rang the bells, and many Italians came to see this beautiful miracle, and it was a talk of Rome for months. So artists were drawing what they saw, uh. and they had it engraved, and they had copies of it touched to the, the three relics, so the veil, the spear, and the, and the Holy Cross, and there were benefactors that just sent these out all over Europe. And so that's how Venerable LaPont got one of these. Hmm. Father Carney, that, an event like that, God works through in, in, in a masterful way to bring to the hearts of us uh, who he is and his love, right? And, and that can be yeah. highly transformative and, and move lands, right? I mean, hundreds of thousands of people to conversion, Mm-hmm. Those that were a part of this conversion, and just in a minute here before we go to break and we have to end, uh, Father Kearney, what are some practical points about the devotion? Yeah, so the most practical thing is people can join in this group called the Arch Confraternity of the Holy Faith. It was erected by Pope Leo XIII in 1885, and they can join this army to basically beg God to fight this war for us. You know, my dad and I, we talk all the time, and we look at the news, and my dad just said, you know what, at this point, it seems like the only way that the world can survive is by direct divine intervention. Mm -hmm. Uh, I said, yeah, I think you're right. And I think this devotion helps to bring some critical mass where God has a preordained number of people that need to really rise up to make reparation before he's going to come and help us out. And so this devotion is a very practical way where people can be part of that. And there's six conditions in it. So first, enroll. Second, receive enrollment papers. Third, say, Lord, show us thy face, and we shall be saved. Our Father, hell, man, glory be. Promote it, number four. Number five, go to a monthly meeting. And number six, wear an effigy of the Holy Face. Mm-hmm. Father Carney, thank you for those, and thank you for your work in the Holy Face devotion, for your book, and for your events coming up this Sunday, Monday in Rapid City. 
both October uh, 15th and 16th, Immaculate Conception on the 15th and on the 16th. Bless the Sacrament Church. Father Carney, thank you. God bless you. You have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Karen, we're going to head on over to the studio. Karen's going to preview the next show. We are. On the next Real Presence Live, Tuesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, we will be highlighting two great Catholic books, Persecuted from Within by Alec Torres about how lay Catholics can faithfully respond to corruption and other issues within the clergy, and David Bonagura shares the book Jerome's Tears, which features, for the first time in English, several letters on how to deal with grief by St. Jerome. All this and more is coming to you on the next Real Presence Live, Tuesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. Back to you, Karen. Thank you, Aaron. I appreciate that. Well, Father, we've had a wonderful show. <laughs> Thank you for throwing me under the bus. <laughs> yes, well, thank you, Father, um, for being with us. Um, good luck with your events this weekend, Mon- Sunday and Monday. And um, Thanks for promoting them for us. Yeah, you're very welcome. Another good show, Karen. It was yes. um, to, to listen to the three guests we had and then to talk about our own our own topics it's a uh, great that we're on on air like this it's uh, you know something like this that's that's unheard of you know there's it's an interesting yeah. parallel between the Dakota Hope Clinic uh something that's very on stage and and well known of of pro life efforts and the abortion alternative uh vehicles that the church has or religious groups have but to dive deeper into them right mm-hmm. i think we're so blurpish like we just oh that's the Dakota Hope Clinic but really what do they do yes and the radio show today allowed us to move that to people's ears of really what's happening. And Nadia did such a fantastic job of yeah. bringing that and really witnessing. It was really it was a beautiful, beautiful segment. And then with this, that it is, we don't know about the Holy Face tour and, um, or the devotion to the Holy Face, the Arch Confraternity, and the great history of saints and blesseds and the miracles affiliated with the lives of these holy men and women. And it was good to have Father Carney on to share, us, to share with us. Um, uh, so many of the beautiful graces that God affords through devotion to the Holy Face. Yes. Uh, we are privileged and honored. Uh, Karen, that wraps up another show. Thursday, October 12th, I'm one of your co-hosts, Father Craig Hochalter, the pastor of the Church of St. Anne here in Bismarck, along with Karen Zelensky, listening, listener, relationship coordinator. Yay, you got it. Got it, at the end of the show. <laughs> Uh, thank you for tuning in, all of our listeners, and thank you for all of your support and prayers for Real Presence Radio. We bring the gospel and uh, the Eucharist to you, wherever you're at. You have a great day, and God bless all of you. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.